What's up, party people? My name is Julia Deloise, and I am the host of the Bachelor Theory podcast. However, this is not the Bachelor Theory. This is something uh, far more fun, far more delicious, far more worth my time and yours, um, and probably healthier, I think, than me sitting by myself and yelling about this show for 45 minutes. Uh, This is the first installment of a series I am calling Group Date, where I connect with the hosts of a few podcasts that I really admire and find out, like, what ensnared you in this bullshit? How did you get here? And and what's, what's Bachelor life like for you? So I am so excited. I've got five new best friends here, and I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves. Can I get one person to kick it off? I'm apparently the only person who did not mute myself, so I'll go first. <laughs> Clearly wasn't thinking ahead. Hi, I'm Megan. I'm one half of Crime and Roses, and my other half is muted right now. That is Danielle. That's me. Thank you. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm, uh, so I'm Charles, and I'm the, uh, the male half of the Mean for the Right Reasons podcast. I don't know much about Bachelor. I've only seen like two seasons, uh, but Karina knows a, a lot, and I fortunately know a lot about men and their crazy brains, so it works. And now Karina should introduce herself. Oh, well, okay. She's I'm Karina. Hello. I... <laughs> I am new to podcasting. I actually never listened to a podcast before this. So everything I know in Bachelor World, Charles knows in podcasting world. So we're like good puzzle pieces. Um, yeah, we're funny. We're cool. We're mean, but in a good way. And that's our podcast. I can love it. Love it. Um, I'm Victoria or wait, I'm Vic. Oh. <laughs> so, I am one half of the Black Chillerettes. My other co-host, Mai, is not here right now, but um, she, you know, sends all the roses. And yeah, that's us, the Black Chillerettes. Fuck. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. Um, I'm so excited to have you. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a little baby Bachelor podcaster. Uh, it's my first season doing this. I know that's true for two of the three of y'all as well. Uh, but you guys are all just people. I really fucking admire what you're doing, and I'm really excited to uh, talk to you. So, okay, this is what I want to know the most because I feel like uh, everyone's everyone's got a story, right? Nobody like walked into this aimlessly or willingly. Uh, it feels like we really got trapped. So, what I want to know from each of you is what is your bachelor origin story? And can I start with, let's start with Charles. Yeah, I was watching it with a girlfriend. I was watching Pilot Pete season. Um, and she was telling me a lot about, this isn't normally, it's not normally this annoying. He's not normally. <laughs> and we've sort of carried that. I carried that over to um, my other girlfriend, which then I, we watched Claire's turns into Tasha's season. And, uh, yeah, so I so I first watched it with a girlfriend, and we really enjoyed it. Um, I think there's a lot to the spouse and or partner watching it together, and I now sort of have that with Karina. Uh, it's only platonic, though. Everyone's always gossiping about us, too. 
Anyways, what was my conclusion there? My conclusion was uh, <laughs> that I, uh, I sort of went through this breakup as Pilot Pete's season was sort of climbed. We didn't, we didn't make it to the end of the season. And so um, since then, I've not been able to stop watching the show and have a, an ever-increasingly complicated relationship to it. Um, that ex-girlfriend, by the way, is probably going to be a, a guest soon on the podcast. She's hilarious. She wants to be a comedian as well. We're, we're on good terms in the way that Pilot Pete is with, you know, his, his people. Uh, so yeah, that's my origin story is, um, talk is not, is, is drama, which uh, Hell, is fitting. Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't trust anyone who didn't have a complicated relationship with The Bachelor. Like, if you watch it and just straightforward and you're just, like, mainlining that with no questions asked, uh, I don't trust you for a second. <laughs> I, think, I think that's Facebook. Like, I think that's basically... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, let me kick it to Victoria. What is your Bachelor origin story? Okay, my origin story, I honestly it's kind of weird. Like I just kind of fell into it. I really don't even know how I started watching. Like, it's not like I started watching with someone. Um, but I did start watching on Emily Maynard season. So it's been a while. Okay. Um, and yeah, that was the very first season I saw. And then I think Sean's was the next season. Um, but yeah, I really just fell into it randomly probably like I was in college and like home for a break and was like, what can I watch? Um, so I, I imagine that's how I came to the watch. And then it was just like embarrassing for a while. And now it's just like, well, I have a podcast, so I guess I'm not embarrassed <laughs> about it anymore. So It's 2021. Yeah. Stakes have never been lower, you know, yeah, truly, <laughs> just truly. come out with it. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Megan, what's your bachelor origin story? So mine's actually very similar to Vic's. Um, I started watching with Juan Pablo's season of The Bachelor and I started watching with my best friend in college. I don't really know why we started watching it. It was the first season that she or I had ever watched before and um, you know here we are seven years later and I did have a very shameful period of time uh, where I shame watched the show. Um, I refused to watch Colton's season. I still refuse to watch Colton's season. Um, I did not want to watch the Virgin arc happen on TV. So I didn't. And, you know, there are some really great women who came out of that season who I get to, I, I missed out on, but I don't feel bad about not watching Colton's season at all. And then, you know, Danielle came around and she was like, Hey, you want to start a podcast? Sure. I guess. <laughs> I really admire the, um, I don't know, the strength of will that you can just sit out a season. For me, it's, uh, I always like by the end of the season, I'm so mad and I'm like, I'm fucking never doing this again. Uh, it's unhealthy for me. This sucks. And then, you know, it, it comes and around. then it comes around again. And there you are. I'm fucking in. Yeah, totally. Okay. Uh, Karina, what's your bachelor origin story? Um, I just want to say I totally second you guys. I have tried to boycott the show so many times and I've always failed. I just, I, we don't have free will. So I can't control whether or not I watch the bachelor. Um, I started JoJo season, was immediately hooked because I hate to admit it. Actually, I don't hate to admit it. I fell in love with Chad and I know he's problematic and gross and awful, but I was, I couldn't stop watching him. I was like, this dude is amazing television. This is everything. And after that season, we had several really good villains and I was like, okay, this is what I'm about. Um, and then I found my way into the, the Reddit hole. And that absorbed me. I now live on Bachelor Reddit. 
it's sometimes not the best place to be, but <laughs> I don't think I'd watch the show without it. And yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I love it. You guys all predate me. I only came in with RE season. So you guys are all, you guys are all more advanced than me. All right. Last but not least, Danielle, what's your bachelor origin story? So I started watching with Ben Higgins, which is, we all just have different starting points, which is so crazy. I started watching with Ben. I have no idea. I just remember sitting there watching the show and my friend comes in and was like, why are you watching this white ass show? And I was like, uh, I, I have no idea. And to this day, I don't know why I watch this white ass show. Um, but I just loved it. I thought Ben was absolutely adorable. I thought he was so sweet and wholesome and I just got hooked to it and never looked back so i i guess i it wasn't as problematic of a season it was a little boring loud looking like compared to others yeah but um that's how i started watching this fucked up franchise hell yeah danielle i'm gonna um i'm gonna actually come to you for the next question first no, thank you i passed no, i'm just kidding <laughs> so you just mentioned you know how cute uh ben higgins is does that mean he's your bachelor crush or do you have another <laughs> bachelor nation crush i feel like all my bachelor nation crushes are like problematic as fuck now so like peter Krause. I would have to say as my biggest crush, I cry, I watch him and Rachel's breakup to this day. Like I love to look on YouTube when it's like, who's here in 2021 watching this? That's me. That's me. Um, and I really like Tyler. That man is hot as fuck. I mean, he's got a bad picker. I, I do. I, I mean, I only man I've picked correctly is my husband. Outside of that, I pick trash ass people. So, but I love, I thought Tyler was great. I just like, how do you not pick him? You're crazy. And Peter, you know, like when he did the hometown and he had like people of color as friends, I was like, I knew I liked you. I knew it. Like you down for it. You down for the brown. I got it. So those are my two crushes. Love it. Thanks, Danielle. All right. Victoria, who's your Bachelor Nation crush? Um, okay. So I can't believe that I've been watching the longest. This is weird um like, I'm like this is embarrassing but it's not because we're all here um okay so my original crush from the first season that i watched emily's season was the winner jeff with one f jeff holm i loved him um embarrassing story i like uh, followed him on snapchat is that what people do on snapchat i can't remember in those days um i followed him and he like followed me back and I was like, what? Like, I do not know this man. Like he is a celebrity. Um, and I was like, he's not gonna watch my story. Like that, this was like pre like Instagram stories, all that. And I was like, he's not gonna watch it. And, and like the one day that, that I noticed that he did watch my story was like a day that I was home, like at my mom's with my cat and it was just all cat story. And I was like, that's quite embarrassing that my TV crush just watches my story and it's only cats. Um, so that was, that was that, that was my first crush. But I also really loved Peter Krause so much. Um, and from Tayshia's season, I really loved, um, I mean, I, I really loved Ivan. I also loved Brendan. I don't know. I have a couple, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, there's always a few. It's it's there's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Karina, who's your Bachelor Nation crush? 
Uh, well, it kind of sounds like we all have the same taste in men. Uh, I'll, I'll throw in some more names. Um, I have such a soft spot for John Paul Jones. He's so, he's so wacky. Oh, I, I, Danielle just threw up. Um, Alex Bordy from Rachel's season, underrated as fuck, so hot. Fireman Kevin, he's taken now. I approve of the relationship, so it's fine. But honestly, the, the things I would do for Tyler C, like, it's just so wrong. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. I, like, I, like, Tyler C is so weird for me because I, like, can see it when I look at him. Like, I, it, my brain clocks, like, this man is hot. But it's, like, just not my – I'm not, like, attracted to him. It just doesn't, like, do anything for me. But I totally get it, you know? I get why people are, are losing their minds intellectually. I guess I sort of feel that way about Matt, too. It's, like – yes, can appreciate that this is like an attractive human, but not really, not really for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, Charles, who's your Bachelor Nation crush? Uh, I started with Pilot Pete's season. So if Victoria Fuller all the way, I am, uh, I, and I see there's some gagging. Uh, what she did, uh, he, she got herself to the final three off sex appeal alone, off essentially tapping into what every guy who's grown up in like white patriarchal America believes, which is like, if a girl's crazy, she must be crazy in the sack. Um, and so uh, that my brain refuses to not think that. And I, I definitely like resent the part of me that like fetishizes her as like Kim Kardashian type body. Um, but she's got a really hot body <laughs> and she's crazy, which is really hot in a, in a way. And so um, I am, yeah, like miserable. I wish I, I could not be, um, but um, every, everything she did that season has only made it better. And, and like the move to Nashville, I hate because it's like, I don't like, I went to school in Nashville and I did, but that somehow even makes it hotter than for me. Because uh, like we could actually run into a bar maybe if I'm back you know, to visit Karina. Um, so, so I, it's like Karina's with Tyler C. Of, I, I think she, I don't know if Karina resents, or Tyler C's so um, stereotypically attractive, I guess, and he's such a white guy. Like, come on, Karina, you could do so much. You could find yourself such a better guy than a Chad. But uh, we all grew up loving Chads, and like we all grew up loving these types of women. So uh, it's still there. And it, she makes me feel like a middle schooler, which is like uncomfortable. Uh, but that's like, that's where we all formed our sexuality, I guess, I think, at least guys like first boners and stuff. So uh, maybe I'm getting a little too personal. But all, <laughs> all those things tie into my Victoria Fuller complex, which I fully have. You got a racist crush. That's okay. It's all There's good. That it's hard to avoid in Bachelor problematic Nation. It's really fucking sure. hard to avoid. Problematic yeah, problematic fave. fave. Okay, uh, Megan, tell us who your Bachelor Nation crush is. My no, don't ask her. Please don't. I don't want to. <laughs> Danielle I, says don't ask her. <laughs> don't, don't do it. It's Chris Harrison. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> My favorite bachelor still to this day, because I don't think anyone's done it better, is Nick Viall. As much as I know he's a problem human being, I just want to climb him like a little tree, okay? I think and you're too old for him. <laughs> Nick you're is very hot. too old for him. <laughs> very hot. I don't know. But it's Nick and Ivan for me. 
I bet Ivan like entered a lot of people's crush atmospheres, just kind of busted onto the scene. Yeah, and it didn't uh, take much. Smile and yeah. a wink, but he's a sweetie. He's a big sweetie. Get this: one of our uh, upcoming guests is going to be Ivan's cousin, who is um, daughter to Tita Lang. She lived with Tita Lang, or no? So Mama Lang. Well, her Mama Lang is sister to Tita Lang, but she's lived with Tita Lang, and she's now Ivan's personal assistant. Um, we went. I went to high school with them. Um, and they now, among other things, they want to talk about what it's been like to have your older cousin be turned into this sex icon. <laughs> they said, among other things, it's always been like that with Ivan. Like their friends have always loved Ivan. So now it's just the rest of the world. But um, yeah, look out for that um, in the coming month or so. Wow. Um, well, now I feel like I, Charles and Karina put some pressure on me before we started uh, recording. Apparently, they have a bet about who my Bachelor Nation crush is. And now I feel a little silly because I just um, said, like, I'm not into these, like, two obviously very hot men. So when I tell you who I am into, uh, you guys are going to question me. But it's, look, you guys, it's fucking, it's Grocery Joe, you know? It just is. It just is. Yeah, I know. I feel the same way. He's I feel a sweetie. like. Yeah, I know. He, I he wish had he was a strong wasn't. start. Well, yeah. he had a terrible start because he got eliminated on night one. But everyone loved him, and then he really fell off the pedestal. Like worse than Tyler, maybe not. I've never heard of him. Is he hot, guys? He's pretty cute. He's, he's pretty, pretty cute. cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's pretty cute. Uh, and he's 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 a Chicago guy. So yeah, I, don't know. I think he got a lot of hype and doesn't really deserve it as like a person but i mean he was cute and i, I yeah i i mean i don't want to do nasty things to him like karina does to tyler but i mean yeah I, it's not yeah. a bad one yeah like, yeah if i ran into him in chicago like i wouldn't be mad i don't know right yeah you <laughs> who would you be mad if you ran into <laughs> a lot of people yeah Joe Jefferson. <laughs> Yeah, Chris yeah. Harrison, yes. Chris Harrison, don't come to Chicago. <laughs> or Atlanta, stay away. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, I got one more question for y'all, and uh, I think I'm going to start with Karina. Karina, this week, uh, as we all saw in the episode, MJ had a weak bitch moment. She kept repeating that. It was a weak bitch moment. Tell us about a weak bitch moment that you've had in your life. I was really hoping to not go first because I still have not thought of one. Oh, I've, I've thought of a lot, but I, I feel like none are really worthy of being shared. Like yesterday, I slept in dog poop. That sucked. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I shaved off half my eyebrow drunkenly in the shower. That sucked. The other day, I was standing outside and like the weather was decent enough for me to be standing outside. And I really wanted something beautiful to happen and nothing did. And I was just like, wow, life is so meaningless. <laughs> like, I just wanted a bird or a squirrel or like something to be in awe over. But I had nothing. And I was like, wow, I'm so empty. Um, but I'm turning it around. <laughs> so less like one big weak, weak bitch moment and more like a kind of a, a hodgepodge of little weak bitch moments. <laughs> yeah, it's like a a weak bitch moment, but weak with two E's. Does that, okay. Expand Karina. on that, expand on that. 
well, allow me to for Karina's life is full of these <laughs> sort of me. moments where she slips or I mean, her she's got the type of body that just is sort of always miserable. Um, and so Karina is ultimately a, a very strong woman in that she gets up every day. She does a whole lot more than that. You know, she's in grad school. She's so Karina's very strong in that with her with the mind she's been given. And again, she said life is meaningless. I don't you know, with these sort of dispositions, um, it's it's just a, a perpetual struggle. Um, but she, in, in overcoming, you know, this sort of mental illness, et cetera, she's ultimately a very strong woman. I'll take that. Thanks, yeah. Charles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Danielle, tell us about a weak bitch moment for you. Uh, to piggyback off them, I think, like, if I could toot my own horn, I think I'm a pretty bad bitch. Like, I'm trying to talk positivity to myself because Megan constantly talks about how I talk down about myself. So when I think of a weak bitch moment, it's like one of those situations where it's like, what did I do that was like not boss-like, you know? So I think back to earlier times in seventh grade in which I loved this boy named Alonzo and I literally begged him for the whole school year to be my boyfriend. And I was like, I, I'm going to make Alonzo my boyfriend. He was so fine to me. He was so cute. I finally did it. And I like achieved the goal and he was my boyfriend and he was fucking trash. He wouldn't hold my hand. He wouldn't walk me to my classes. And then eventually I just fucking broke up with him. And I was like, this, it just, I spent so much energy. You know what I mean? I just spent so much time and energy on getting Alonzo and he didn't live up to the hype. So that's what I think about. That's the first thing that came to mind at 7.42 before we <laughs> decided to record that I could think of as a weak bitch moment. So that's what I got. I love that. Danielle, it feels like you probably have, like the fact that you've lived your life in such a way that you haven't had a weak bitch moment since sixth grade, I feel like you're doing it right. I'm <laughs> just lying. Like, yesterday, last week. She's <laughs> every, lying to you. Every time I'm on my period. So once a month, I'm having a weak bitch moment for sure. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, uh, Victoria, have you ever been a weak bitch? No. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Um, I honestly couldn't, I mean, I just, I just can't really think of one. Also, I just hate, like, not that I hate this question, but I'm just like really trying to keep like, not give any more breath space to MJ because she just pissed me all the way off. So, um, so I would say like my moment of weakness that I've had, um, recently would probably be, um, I mean, honestly, I don't know. I, I, I think back to um, a time when I was like with this guy and I was, um, it's essentially, I was the girl in the movies when everyone's like, no, don't do it. He's trash. Like, you know, you're better than that. And I'm like, but this and this, and like, let me just go over here tonight. And like, and every, every time I just like feel like shit when I leave. Um, so I think that that was probably my, my biggest moment of weakness in the past, in the, in my past life. Um, so yeah, I, I try not to have those very often because I know that I'm that bitch. So that's it. Victoria and Danielle, I feel like both of y'all's was like really a story of like from a weak bitch, a strong bitch grew and blossomed. I love Period. that. Karina, do you feel that way about your, about stepping in dog shit and, and whatever the fuck else? This gives me hope for my redemption arc. Yeah, like they, they yeah. They have butterfly moments. And I, 
I don't know if I see it in my immediate future, but I'll, I'll keep it in my thoughts. Manifest that shit for sure. Okay. Charles, who's your, uh, oh, sorry. Not who's your bachelor nation crush. We fucking covered that. Okay. Have you ever been a weak bitch? Tell us about a weak bitch moment. Yeah. Um, like a lot of people, I have a complicated relationship to sleep and uh, napping. Um, but mine is complicated because I raise a two-year-old as a, a manny every day. And um, I love her. She's the most energetic little ball of energy ever. But because of that, she often doesn't sleep. Um, so every day from 1.30 to 3.30, we have nap time. Um, and sometimes she, a lot of times, doesn't nap. Um, and it's not just that, but she'll call out my name. I go, Charles, Charles, loud enough where I can't not hear it. And uh, so on Monday, I was trying to think of a time I had to regain composure. On Monday, I was crying. It was about 3 p.m. because I was that essentially upset with her and the situation because when she's not sleeping, I'm not able to sleep. And it really sort of, you. Uh, I spend my whole day with a two-year-old alone as is, so I'm already shaky uh, emotionally. Um, and so uh, it's, it's, it can be very isolating to just hear your own name shouted at you when you want to be sleeping. But the, and, and I know better. I know that she needs sleep. She needs to get sleep. The reason she's shouting is so uh, I was crying on a yoga ball because I do yoga constantly because um, your back hurts if you're a two-year-old. Um, so yeah, I was crying on a yoga ball and I had to tell myself, get over it. She, the reason you love her is that she is this energetic and that is a part of being two and a half. Uh, so put in some earbuds and stop and stop looking at the monitor um, and try and relax. Um, and so I was able to. Um, so that, that was my weak bitch moment was, was Monday crying. I imagine a two-year-old turns the strongest of bitches into a weak bitch at times. Especially a two-year-old that you can't whoop. Like they're not <laughs> your child. So I can't whoop you. Yeah. I mean, who I, you, you, you the real one. I want to be you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah. She knows she, she's, what are you going to, no, no. Uh, she doesn't call my bluff like that. But yeah, uh, two-year-olds are uh, the most amazing and the most like devilish little imps. Um, totally. And, and, she's, uh, and she's got her mother's extremely strong spirit too. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's, she's that bitch for sure. Megan, uh, tell us about a weak bitch moment for you. Well, I'd like to end on something like empowering or whatever, um, but I, I can't think of one. Um, because mine is more like Karina's where like, I can't find a pen on my desk and then it's an issue for 20 minutes or I don't know. I almost stepped in dog poop like that. I didn't even step in the dog poop. I just sidestepped it, but I like to think that I can overcome these things and with time I can and with time I will, but today is not necessarily that day. Man, it might not even be this year, I feel like. The way this year is going, I'm already calling it a bust, you know? <laughs> Phoning it fucking in. Okay, so wow, a real wide, a real wide range of weak bitch moments. Uh, well, that is all the questions that I have for y'all today. Look, it was never supposed to be an entree. It's not a main course. This was just like a little little sampler platter to get some, you know, sample each of these podcasts, get some... Uh, get some tastes of, of these podcast hosts. Uh, so real quick, before we go, I just want one person from each podcast 
give me like a sentence or two. Where can people find you? Uh, or is there something specific you're promoting right now? Just real quick, toss it out. Now that you've had a taste of the mean for the right reasons podcast, get the get the full slice at uh, follow us on Instagram at Mean Reasons Podcast. Um, we have we're not just we're not a recap show. We're like a comedy show. We're on YouTube. You can look at us. You can watch us as we pod. But we also we both have cinema degrees and we really enjoy video editing and doing impressions and stuff. So there's a lot there. That's one thing. I'm now. I'm working on my Chris Harrison because he's uh, ever more uh, relevant. Uh, so we've got that. And we have a new episode out with someone who knows Matt James. It's this very weird story. He bought her a uh, Ferris wheel uh, dessert cake uh, two years ago because she was with a group of hot women and he hit on them. And since then, they've, he's come to become Matt James. So uh, long way of saying, we got this really fun new episode, Mean Reasons Podcast, Instagram. Get the full slice. Fuck yeah, Mean Reasons. Who's next? I'll go for us. So the one of the things that we do that really makes us unique and kind of, I would like to say, special is that we are half Bachelor and we are half true crime. So what we do every week is we connect a true crime story to what we've seen. So for example, Little Fires Everywhere Katie is going to be an arson story for me and we are able to connect this. And so even if you don't like true crime and you don't want to dive in, you can at least just read our captions and say like, how do they connect this without talking about Katie, Katrina's favorite, Chad, every single episode. And we do, we figure it out. So I would say definitely hit us up. Everything is at Crime and Roses and you can find us. We live tweet, we really enjoy Instagram, slide in our DMs. We like to say funny shit. Hell yeah. And Black Chillerettes. Yes. Okay. So the Black Chillerettes with Vic and Mai, we um, are both actors um, and we're both very um, active, active, um, very passionate about our activism as actors. So, and we're also both into The Bachelor. So it's kind of a weird thing that we brought together. But yeah, so our podcast essentially um, is all about Blackness, is all about talking about um, the ways that The Bachelor upholds white supremacy and how we can call that out and how we can also call people into that conversation. Um, And yeah, we also talk about being actors, um, being Black women in America, and yeah, we're, we're fun, we think. Um, sometimes we're funny. And yeah, we just like to talk way too much about this show, which is very strange. Um, but yeah, you can follow us on, on Instagram at The Black Chillerettes. It's The B-L-C-K Chillerettes. Um, I know, we just dropped the A, it's fine. Um, so yeah, that's where you can find us on Instagram. We also love when people sign our DMs, so please do that. But no spoilers, get them out. Perfect. Okay, that's right. It's the Black Chillerettes, Crime and Roses, and Mean for the Right Reasons. Y'all go ahead and find them. You guys, thank you so much for being here. Listeners, thank you so much for listening. My name is Julia Delois, and this was Group Date. Group Date.